Welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast, where you'll learn how to structure terms and use various creative financing strategies to create profitable deals for short and long-term wealth. Whether you're a buy and hold investor, wholesaler, or flipper, learning creative financing will help you do more deals and unlock profits that you may not even know existed. On the Creative Financing Podcast, we break down actual deals we and our guests are doing and simplify the methods and terms used to execute these strategies. Now, let's dive in and create some terms. Hello and welcome to the Creative Financing Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Gallegos, and uh, today um, Jeff Rappaport is going into uh, deal number two of deal structuring. Uh, this is part two of deal structuring, so this is a great one. Jeff goes into detail on this deal, and uh, it's more of a complex uh, deal, very complicated uh, in a sense. Um, but at the end of the day, he was able to get it done. He made more money than he expected on it. And so it's very interesting. Hope you guys enjoy that. So let's get to it. Okay. Now let's talk more about a, this is a little different deal and it's not a deal that we own. We wholesale. Okay. Okay. All right. So this is someone that uh, contacted us through our marketing efforts. So they called us. Okay. And said that they were interested in selling their property, that it was a rental. They were renting it for twelve fifty a month. Okay. In an area that we, I, I've worked very little in, uh, Heber, Utah. Okay. Uh, but up and coming, it's near Park City. Yeah. Uh, not certainly not as expensive as Park City, but up and coming, growing. Um, Park City, Utah. Yes. So it was probably, it was really hard to run comps. There just aren't that many sales. sales. Yep. And, uh, Heber's a smaller town. So yeah. And she, she thought it was on like over a half an acre when it was on less than a third of an acre. Ah. Uh, the tax records were showing it was 1100 square feet, but it had a basement. Okay. So it was actually like 2200 square feet. Uh, so we had a hard time confirming real data on this property. Okay. But I did my best. My best guess was it was worth about 315000 Okay. She wanted two eighty five is really where she wanted to be. But even in our pre-screening effort, she's like, I want two eighty five, but I really don't think I'm going to get that. Okay. So okay? You, you know right there you can offer her less. Yes. And we did. So we came up with a number of different offers. And one of the offers that was our highest offer was like 275, so close to her asking. Um, a really low interest rate, like 3%, 2.5%, something like that. And really, what this interest is, it's more like straight interest. So, and then I'm just going to pick the payment amount. So, what it means is that there's a certain amount of interest that accrues each year. Uh huh. And then the payment is going to offset that. So, for instance, let's say it's a $200,000 home and I give 3% interest. That would be $6,000 for the course of the year, right? Okay. But if the payment is like $1,000 a month, I'm paying in how much? 12000 over the course of the year. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, because the payment plus the interest. So, if you now take what goes toward principal, how much would go? 
to, the thousand bucks is that going towards principal? So that, if if there's six thousand dollars worth of interest, there's twelve thousand dollars worth of payments. Six thousand is going towards correct. principal. So, so her payment. It is, wasn't is like it? that, but that's just a quick, easy example okay. of how I'm doing it. So um, I looked at what rents were, what I think would be a fair offer if we looked at. Hey, the property's worth three fifteen, maybe less because it's dated. It needs some work. So, if someone came in with like say two seventy five, two seventy, somewhere in that range, at four and a half percent interest, the going interest rate, amortized over thirty years, what would that payment be? So, it was in like the thirteen, fourteen, fifty range. Okay, and then I looked at what rents could be and. It was also in the same range. So I wanted to keep my payment in that range, keeping in mind that she was already getting twelve fifty a month. Okay. She was she has underlying debt. It was like a hundred and fifty one thousand. Okay. Her payment was nine ninety a month PITI. Okay. So she's netting no more than two fifty a month, and she probably was paying some utility. So maybe like two hundred a month. Yeah, not including any repairs that right that right, would come up. Right. Okay. So I looked at that. So I wanted to make sure that she was getting at least the same amount, if not more. So the twelve fifty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what we offered her was so low interest rate because I felt like this price was on the high end because even though there was some equity, they're fifteen thirty thirty thousand dollars. 35, 40, something like yeah. that. The house needed a bunch of work. I okay. mean, it was a, it was partially unfinished in the basement. It needed some updating. Okay. It, it, it really wasn't like, it was livable, but it was a little rough. Okay. So I felt like we're offering already like top price for that type of house. Okay. Okay. And two, so 275 was a good price. The interest rate, I wanted it to pay down quickly because I thought that we're at the top. Okay. I picked a payment of $12.50 a month. And really, when I say I picked a payment, that's what I did. I just thought, what is the <laughs> one that will make the most amount of sense? $12.50. $12.50, principal and interest. Okay. Okay. So if you remember, she's getting rent for $12.50. Yeah. Her payment's going to be $12.50. However... The new buyer is going to pay her taxes and, and insurance. insurance. That was like two hundred and thirty dollars more so out of that nine ninety. Two thirty is taxes and insurance. Yeah, so she's being reimbursed that. Correct. That taxes. So and all insurance. of a sudden, her, her so she's netting more. Correct. Like I'll almost double. Yeah. So, so four hundred. So that's a great deal for her. Yeah. The down payment we wanted to be low. One, because that's where we make our money. Second, because, hey, if someone was going to come in and fix this up, they don't want to spend all their money and yeah. down payment money. They exactly. want to have some rehab. Yeah. So we worked out $16,000, which would be down. yeah, just over 5%, okay. somewhere in that range. We worked out a three-year term, three-year balloon. Okay. Okay. So what was going to happen here is that that balloon payment was going to end up being like two hundred. I think thirty three thousand and some change. Okay. So the the that's almost a thirty thousand dollar 
principal pay down over three years. It's like 27. So literally about $9,000 every month is going, every year is going toward paying down the principal. Okay. That's pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, on a $1,250 a month, it's like 750 Yeah. Like 750 out of the 1250 is going toward principal every single month. Yeah, that's way good. Okay. So it's going to pay down. That's a benefit. Yeah. To, to the buyer. To the buyer. So all of a sudden, does the price matter as much if you're going to just stay in this house for three years? Not really. It really doesn't. No, it it, it matters getting, the least. Yeah, because you're getting such a big principal pay down over those three years. Right. The down payment's not significant. Right. So... So now I want, I'm going to share with you what we did on this because this is where it gets kind of crazy. So it's where it gets creative. Jeff. Well, no, this part will actually be crazy. So she accepted <laughs> this. Okay? okay. And I sent someone up to go look at the property and measure it too, because I wanted to be sure how many square feet it was. Okay. Okay. So when I saw the pictures, I'm like, Oh wow, this place is a little rougher than I had thought. Around the edges. So I was concerned. I didn't know if we could move this property. So I had our acquisition guy contact her and say, well, look, we have three options. It needs a little more work than we anticipated. Okay. So we can, one, terminate our contract. Two, we could renegotiate our contract. Or three, just give us 30 days to see if we can find the buyer. At these terms, we won't be the buyer. Very interesting. If we don't find the buyer, we'll walk away. So we just need 30 days. She's like, I choose option three. Go find the buyer. Okay. Now, be careful about this because you got to be careful that you're not marketing a property that you don't, don't own know. or that you're uh, you're marketing the contract rather than the property. Yeah. Okay? So we did. We generated a ton. I mean, like a ridiculous amount of interest in it in two days. How? So, signs and ads. So, That's putting it. signs up around the property? Yep. Or in Heber or where? Yes. Okay. Yes, around the house. So, say I would what? say like 100 calls in saying two what? days. Uh, owner financing, no bank qualifying. <laughs> owner financing, no bank qualifying. Yeah. And a phone number. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so, we got a ton of calls. We had like six, seven people walk through it all at once, but we only got one offer. Okay. And I'm like, what's going on here? Probably because they saw it and it was a little rougher than they thought. Then, uh, so the guy that wanted it said, all right, I'm a realtor and I have a client that wants it. Okay. And I want to get paid my commission. Okay. So we said, that's fine, but you've got to add it on to not, so our purchase price, we decided, We'd be lucky to get fourteen thousand, so thirty thousand dollars down. We added fourteen thousand to her purchase price, which was like two seventy five. We're at like two eighty nine now, with thirty thousand dollars down, and then we were just going to pass on all the rest of the terms. Okay, so people were interested in the terms for sure. Okay, so they came through. The guy's like, yeah, I got a client that's interested, but I want to get paid my commission, which is $8,700. It's like, great. You've got to add it to the purchase price and the down payment. So now the purchase price becomes 
Oh, I don't know what it was, like 289 or 299, something like that. Okay. 298. It was in that range. But now the down payment's got to be, you know, he's like, my buyer can bring 40 grand to the table. Okay. I'm like, okay. Um, however, we were short somewhere, like $1,700. And he said, so how are we going to get that covered? I'm short 1700 on my uh, realtor commission. I'm like, well, you could just give up $1,700 and we can get this deal done. He said, no, I'm not willing to do that. And I said, well, you're asking us to give up $1,700? Um, I mean, We're not willing I, to I was that. probably willing <laughs> to split it, but I, I was a little annoyed that he took this stance that uh yeah I, i've been involved in this for two hours and now uh we're offering owner finance his buyer can only buy an owner finance type deal right you know kind of the no documentation kind of stuff yeah so uh, no bank qualifying. Yeah, right. So, yeah, he didn't have lots of options. I felt like this was really odd. So I said, he said, what my buyer can do is not only bring that 40 grand, he's willing to bring another 20 as a down payment in four months. I said, all right, um, let's see what I can do. So I went back to the seller. Okay. I said, I have a good deal for you. I can get you everything that we told you, plus I can get you an additional twenty grand in four months, which is was always her issue is that she wanted a little more cash. Yeah. So I'm like, we can get you a little more cash. Okay. All I need you to do is lower the price by two grand. Sure. She's like, no brainer. I'm I'm in. I'll do <laughs> it. So now I made up for that seventeen hundred. Yeah. Okay. Now he could get all his money, and she was happy. However, I made it very clear to my buyer and his agent that I was not going to go back and renegotiate with my seller unless they were absolutely 100% committed. Okay. They said yes. They came back and they said, well, now we need to do a home inspection. <laughs> and I said, what? Uh, that doesn't tell me commit committed. That tells me you're still thinking about it and we don't have your non-refundable earnest money yet. Yeah. So after back and forth, I let them do it. I was not happy. And uh, they came back and they actually, it worked out fine. It wasn't quite the inspection I thought it would be. He brought a friend who looked at it for 20 minutes and gave him the thumbs up. So okay. uh, I guess he was just looking to make sure there was nothing major. Okay. The buyer then, the, the agent just came back and said, all right, instead of, $40,000 down, 20000 in four months. We will come with $80,000 all up front on a $290,098, I think it was. So the buyer said, I'll, you know, I'll just put 80 up front. Yep. Okay. But wanted four years now rather than three. Okay. Because, hey, you know, pays down quicker. Yeah. And wanted the payment. A little better. I'm like, are you kidding me? What? What? What so you are you to guys renegotiate again after you already made again. a deal? Yep. Okay. At this point, we now had someone that approached us about I can pay cash and I want the property. And 
So I'm like, what do I even go back to our cellar with? And <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. So what did you do? I went back. I said, okay, this will be the last time, <laughs> but it's probably worth you hearing. What if we can bring you, so instead of the 16,000 and then 20 in four months, what if we just brought you 51,000 up front? We'd want one more year to okay. wait, but you're getting a lot more money up front. I mean, you know, you, you kind of hope he defaults. Yeah. Uh, and two, instead of 1250 a month, we're going to make it 1150 a month, which is actually kind of better because it won't pay down as fast. And, right. you know, if you're okay with that, let's get this written up. Well, before she could stop jumping up and down for joy, uh, she's like, I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So here's what we ended up doing is that we ended up making an extra $5,000 from this deal because okay. with all the $80,000 that was coming to the table, we structured it so that we would get paid more. Okay. Okay. So... Um, we added five grand to his purchase price. That was part of our deal. It's like, okay, if you bring in 80, we want instead of 298 or 97, the new purchase price is 302. Okay. And that five grand was going to us and they fought us on that. I'm like, okay, never mind. And he's like, no, 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 no. And I had to show him that. Paying an extra five grand was worth it to get that extra year because of the pay down. Yeah. Okay. And that they were saving a hundred dollars a month for the next four years. Yeah. He's getting more pay down. Right. Principal pay down. So long story short, we just closed on this deal. It went from a very questionable deal where I was hoping we could squeeze $30,000 down payment out of someone to we got 80,000 down. We actually made twenty thousand instead of the fourteen we thought we would make. Awesome. Uh, the seller got way more money up front. <laughs> She's still making a good cash flow. Yeah. The buyer got a good deal. I don't know where all this money started coming from, but that's fine. Uh, everyone got what they wanted, and we just wholesaled the deal. So we're out of it. However, if the buyer was to default. I really hope the seller would let us know. Um, I'd be happy to, to take care of that deal. Yeah, I'd be happy to <laughs> resolve that issue. So, what did the what did the agent make the realtor on it? Eighty seven hundred dollars. We got is what they made. Yeah. So that was their fee that they tacked on top of the purchase price. Yeah. Okay, and then you guys added your fee on top of that, and then that our was... fee was already built into the thirty. Oh, okay. And then we added another five ish to it. Um, so we actually made, it was just, it was like $19,900 or something. And, uh, that, that was great. I mean, we're, okay, we're happy so with that kind of fee. Was this a contract for deed or what? Yes. Okay. So you guys did a contract for deed. So it was four years payment of 1150, um, down payment of 80,000 $80, purchase price 302, 302. Okay. And two and a half percent interest pays down. Uh, I think it was like a hundred and ninety-one thousand dollar balloon. Okay, so you're right. That did get crazy, but <laughs> in the end, it's it's very very creative. Um, and even the fact that 
kind of what strikes me is the fact that you said we got three options for you, Mrs. Seller. And uh, number one, we cancel. Number two, we renegotiate. Or number three, we just give us 30 days and we see if we can find a buyer. We're not going to be your buyer, but we're going to see if we can find a buyer. And then you guys just go shop for a buyer at those terms. That's right. brilliant. Yeah. That's very creative to me right there because most people, including myself, I would have just been like, well, I can do this or we can we can cancel or we can renegotiate. I wouldn't even thought about well, most of give the us time, 30 days and we're going to see if we can find that buyer for you. We're not going to be that buyer, but we're going to find that buyer. So most of the time, that's our plan to begin with. So we, we've either had that conversation up front that either it will be us as the buyer or someone within our network. And we have a wide variety, a, a, a very large network. Yeah. Um, because we're, we're not wholesaling, we're not wholesaling, uh, terms without letting the seller know. It's yeah. not like a cash deal where the seller doesn't need to know who the buyer is. The cash is coming to the table. Exactly. Seller does need to know who they're going to be dealing with for the next four years. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so we're either clear right up front or we're clear later on because we had no intention ever on this one. That we were going to bring $16,000 as the down payment. Yeah. So we were going to let her know up front or we we're going to let her know later on. And it just made it really simple when we saw the house. It's like, well. Yeah. It's yeah. like this thing, this thing needs more work. Here's the three options we have moving forward. What do you want to do? Right. That's awesome. Well, guys, I hope this was helpful for you and kind of kind of the thought process involved in structuring deals because this episode was about deal structure. And you kind of really, I hope you guys got an insight into how Jeff um, thinks about these deals and how he comes up with some of these creative strategies. And I know I've learned a lot. I mean, just just that one thing, um, you know, can we find a buyer for you? Give us 30 days and allow us to find a buyer for you at these current terms. That's that's just, that's gold right there. Uh, because most people just give up at that point. You're like, well, it needs more work. So, well, what what do exactly? I mean, we like to be upfront with people. Let, let's go the honesty route. No, absolutely, not overly honest. Like, you know, the first time you're on the phone, hey, we're not the buyer. We're gonna try to assign your deal. No, um, <laughs> not provide too much information. Yeah, I mean, come on, let's, let's phrase it like that. Yeah, let's be smart, but we're not trying to deceive anyone here. Absolutely, especially if we're looking at doing where we're gonna. Wholesale terms, uh, it's obviously clear. We're not going to be the buyer. Um, And here's why. We'll tell them somewhere during the sales process that that won't. And they will be on board. They will understand what we're doing. That way, when we need to show the house, they understand we need to show the house. Rather than, hey, I'm bringing seven of my closest friends over to walk through the house. And they're like, what's going on here? <laughs> so uh, we are upfront with them. And we do it in certain ways to protect ourselves, too. Because, you know, you don't want to, you got to be careful about potentially marketing the property that you, you do, do not, not own. own. Right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, guys, with that said, um, we do have a creative financing hotline that you guys can call into and you can ask your question. So if you have a general question, um, feel free to ask that. Uh, or if you have a deal that you're looking at and you don't know how to structure, um, all the info will be on that voicemail um, of what we need from you guys in order to, uh, to have Jeff um, basically create some offers.
for these. So that phone number is 877-409-8090. Again, 877-409-8090. That's the Creative Financing Podcast hotline. Give us a call. Um, even if you want to leave a comment there, um, we would appreciate it. Uh, and then again, please subscribe to our show on, on iTunes or Stitcher or Google Play, wherever you get your podcasts and give us a review and rate the show. We would love that. That helps us get this show out to more people. And, um, you know, we, we really are driven by your guys' feedback and we want to make sure that we're adding value to you guys. So Jeff, uh, any last words? You know, a couple of things just really quick. One that, uh, if, if you get lost on some of this deal structuring, don't worry. Uh, we're going to go over a number of deals. It's repetition. It's, don't worry about trying to understand every detail of it right off the bat. So pick up little pieces, keep listening. We'll give you enough deals where it's going to all start to come together. So yeah. don't get overwhelmed. And really, if you guys just start implementing one small thing at a time, that, that's what counts is just trying to implement some of what you've, what you're learning. So that's right. Like we recommended in the last podcast, start with a lease option. Very simple. So just, just make an additional offer to your cash offer. Or, or make a, you know, if you're a rehabber, make the short-term owner financing offer for more. Save yourself hard money costs, that kind of thing. Absolutely. So, um, and the second thing is, is that I'm really excited. Jonathan and I keep talking about different things to add, to bring to the table. Maybe a Facebook Live type thing. Maybe, maybe somehow creating a live podcast on occasion. We're certainly going to bring in some guests here soon. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited. I, I think that, uh, and we're certainly open to your suggestions as well, but we're, we're trying to make this like your $5,000, uh, seminar that you would pay for, except you get to listen to it once a week rather than three days, five days all at once. Absolutely. And, um, we're not charging you anything. <laughs> we don't do any kind of coaching. So this isn't, you know, this isn't to try to get you guys in our coaching program, um, this, we're just literally giving you all the information, um, we have to, to add value to you guys. And, um, the reason we're doing this is well, I, I think it's fun. Number one, I don't know if Jeff thinks it's fun, maybe not, but, <laughs> but, uh, you know, this is kind of documenting my journey to learning creative financing. Um, and I think it's just valuable to share with other people. And I, I and I do think it's fun. I love to teach. This is my opportunity to do so. Yeah. I do reserve the right at some point that we will be selling something because it's got to make this has got to be worthwhile to keep doing. Absolutely. I don't know if we will or we won't, but uh, right now there's nothing for sale. You can't buy something even if you wanted to. And yeah. uh, uh, right now it's all the goodness out of our hearts that we want to share this info with you. And hopefully Absolutely. it's good. Yeah. And just to add to that, we don't, you know, this, we have not monetized this at all. Um, so all the costs have come out of our own pocket. I do all the, the production on this. I'm kind of the, the show producer. Um, so I do all the editing and, and that kind of thing. But uh, it is just out of the goodness of our heart. So if there's one thing you guys can give us, give us a rating and review, yep. please. Yep. Thanks, guys. Thank Stay you. tuned to the next one. Until next time, create some terms. 
Thanks for listening to the Creative Financing Podcast. We need your feedback to continue to bring you the best strategies in creative financing. So please subscribe, rate, and review this show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. We greatly appreciate your ear and please pass this on. Until next time, create some terms. This show offers general information on creative financing strategies and real estate investments. Nothing contained herein should be considered personal, legal, or financial advice. Every state has individual laws governing the use and type of documents used to execute strategies discussed herein. You should consult with a local licensed real estate broker and attorney before relying on any information contained herein. Information is not guaranteed, and opinions of the guests are their own. Profits are not guaranteed, and there's always inherent risk in real estate investing.